welcome to Be Plot Podcast, podcast where we take a look at some of the biggest blockbusters. The days gone by, we ignore it and we look at the joints that dropped on the exact same day. My name's Lincoln. I'm here with my man Sam. We're both comics out here in London. Sam, how you doing? I'm all right, Lincoln. How you doing? I'm good, my dude. I'm feeling a good energy. Um, I think we picked some fantastic films. Mm. Uh, to watch this week um and uh yeah i felt uh this is going to become my catchphrase but i felt very horned up it's very erotic movies (laughs) this is one thing i wanted to say when i was watching this movie i was thinking your favorite thing to say is all horned up and i was like i want to see how many times you're going to say it in reference to this film because this was a horny fucking movie oh so much horniness in this film uh that i watched and uh the first movie is one of the great um erotic films of the of the 90s and that is aladdin uh aladdin 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 a film that uh actually i think if again if you turn it a little 10 degrees to the left charged with uh erotic tension um the entire film um i was on i was on tenterhooks so sorry movies that we actually watched were aladdin yeah 1992 version not the bullshit live action one that came out last year and uh traces of red the jim belushi lorraine bracco uh mm. dr malfrey from the sopranos vehicle sam i already know that you heavily fucked with both of these movies aladdin is a disney movie i don't think i've ever revisited since childhood this is probably the first time i've seen it in got like probably about 20 years uh and traces of red yeah i'm all over it mate i love it both of these movies are um absolutely tremendous um let's start with aladdin uh mm-hmm. so these movies came out to do 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 let me see the release dates do you have it to hand no it was, it was no i don't but it was august right um was oh no no it was 25th of november 1992 okay so we have traces of red on the one side we have aladdin on the other side no one fucking saw traces of red i can guarantee you this movie yeah. got no aladdin um proper blockbuster everyone saw it one of the most erotic films that i have <laughs> uh, that i have seen in the disney uh in the disney catalog your man uh your man aladdin looking good he's doing all yeah. that parkour it's got that weird one-line uh, animation ab that he has. Um, Jasmine looking snatched, looking fantastic, resplendent yeah. in that thing. And then, like, yeah, they just they vibing, but they do. There's an erotic tension there that is that is uh, to behold. It feels like there's a lot of the um, a lot of the kissing scenes, a lot of the sexual tension of Aladdin feels almost rotoscoped. What do you mean? Yeah. Right, you know the you know the animation style where it's like traced over somebody, okay. who, you know, like a real a real scene. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. I know Disney did that. Um, I know they did that a while, like in the early days. I know they rotoscoped a lot of stuff, like uh, Cinderella and that. But I don't know if this one had. But if it's a cartoon, but it feels very real. The movement feels very real. It does feel very real, man. It's um, it is something special. Um. A couple of things about it that like kind of struck me on a rewatch is it's super breezy. Everyone's seen it. I felt like legit tension in it, which is weird because obviously mm. it's a kid's movie. Um, a couple of things I have to say this, and you know, mm. people can cancel me for this, but like get out of here with Robin Williams, my dude. Not for me. Oh, really? Um, that movie, I enjoyed it up until the genie showed up. And then that like million miles a second thing that yeah. Robin Williams, but rest in peace, bless his soul. But that, mm. like, that just took me out of it. I was like, I'm good. I'm good well, with, the, with the ebonics and the voices and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll kind of agree with you on Robin Williams, like the the shtick, right? The, the yeah, the talking fast, the characterization, and all of that. But watching uh, Aladdin back as an adult, the only thing I really cared about was the genie's freedom. That was the plot line that I was. That was the only one where I was like, oh, I actually really care about this now. Man, I was like, put this motherfucker back in this lamp, burn this, <laughs> lamp, melt it down, and sell it at the fucking market because I'm done. <laughs> It's too much, man. It's too much. Jafar is interesting, man, because your man has ill uh, Prince Purple Rain vibes. I didn't know that <laughs> when I go back. It's like, whoa, it's very Purple Rained out um, for Doves Crying. A couple of things I didn't like. I didn't like, um, I actually quite like the monkey. I know you fuck with monkeys, heavy. Mm. But there's that scene where Aladdin uh, gets the bread. Yeah. He's, uh, stole, he's stolen the bread and he's escaped. And uh, he shares it with the monkey. And I was like, Aladdin, don't do it. That's how AIDS started. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't share the food no, no, with the you, monkey. <laughs> your science is bad. You can give, don't eat the monkey. Don't share the monkey. Look, I'm, I'm saying, is it worth the risk? <laughs> also, I, I'm really interested in the power dynamics between Aladdin and the monkey. Mm. Um, because we understand that Aladdin, that Aladdin is the, the human. So you assume that he is the, the kind of the alpha in the relationship, but secretly, I think that monkey is running the show. Yeah. The monk, I mean, the monkey brings all the skills to the table. Aladdin, every time Aladdin pickpockets somebody, he gets fucking caught. Every time the monkey does, you know, Aladdin is always the fall guy or the monkey's like misdirect is so good that people don't even see what Aladdin's doing. I'm like, he's the star of, he's the star of the thievery. I, th that's what I, I really wanted to see was that monkey just kind of uh, asserting himself. Yeah, yeah. And anytime Aladdin tries to do his like bullshit for Gazy uh, plan <laughs> where he's going to be like, oh, I'm a prince, whatever. I want that monkey to do this, like, just slap him across the face to be like, listen, yeah? <laughs> yeah. never, never talk like that to me in front of, never disrespect the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When Aladdin, when, when Aladdin and Jasmine first meet, obviously he sort of saves her from being arrested for for stealing because she just doesn't understand the concept of money yeah um and one of the things what <laughs> i mean there, there are quite a lot of things going back that either haven't aged well or i'm like as an adult i fundamentally disagree with one of which is that the way that they put like aladdin is this guy who has to steal to survive and jasmine is like i don't get to choose like a bunch of stuff and the way that they kind of parallel those two you know it's like the the rich and poor struggle i'm like nah she does have it better man she just does yeah. like, unequiv unequivocally you could you could tell me to marry fucking anyone and i'm like yeah i don't have to i don't have to train a monkey to steal bread yeah <laughs> you know look these both of these movies came out the same day obviously something was in the air 1992 there the there was a uh, sexual tension uh within hollywood that people wanted to to get out and um that actually brings us to the movie that we're here to talk about today mm. uh which is traces of red uh the yeah. jim belushi vehicle um and this movie dropped on the same day traces of red man it's ostensibly uh an erotic thriller but you yeah. can uh, you can watch it on YouTube, so that tells you how erotic it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I watched it. I watched it in broad daylight. I could have watched it at my office, at my desk, paused it. People would have been 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have yeah, been yeah. fine. It was thoroughly, <laughs> thoroughly unerotic joint. Uh, traces of red. Sam, do you want to run us? Do you want to run us through this joint? Um, yeah. Just, oh, oh my point. god, do I? So, traces of red is well. Is it? Is it an erotic thriller or is it just the biopic of uh, Jim Belushi? I don't know. We open on Jim Belushi with a bullet through his chest, narrating, saying, "This is me with a nine mil." bullet in my chest i'm a detective and blah 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 let's cut to two months earlier so it's the story yeah. of of uh what's his name jack dobson no i'm gonna say. need you to, i'm gonna need you to use actor names because i cannot okay. remember any of these fucking cool 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 uh, that's uh, that's good for me because i was like i'm gonna struggle to remember anything that's yeah i've no, Jim Belushi. no um from according j- to jim fame <laughs> yeah so <laughs> So Jim Belushi is a homicide detective who, you know, doesn't have a family, doesn't have a wife, never settled down. He likes being promiscuous. Um, And his uh, brother is running for office of some kind. I think it's very ambiguous as to what he's running for. Yeah, just a a vague, uh, nondescript (laughs) political campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim has a one night stand with a waitress at the restaurant that they're all him and his friends are all eating at uh, and then she's murdered obviously he's trying to catch the killer and it is just a who done it right and yeah. it turns out that everybody that jim belushi is sleeping with gets murdered he receives a death threat and him and his partner try and figure it out and you know you're trying to see where the erotic twists and turns are going to be really one of the one of the kind of key things that happens here is that um lorraine bracco uh, fresh off um Goodfellas, mm-hmm. Oscar nominated. She then does this piece of shit, which yeah. no one, which, which no one sees, um, mm. and then she disappears for like seven years before The Sopranos comes back. Yeah, um, and she's also oh man, this has got to be one of the worst performances I've seen from any actor in anything. And um, Jim Belushi again, dude, Jim Belushi as a heartthrob. Yeah. <laughs> His hairy potato shaped body. <laughs> he people are looking at Jim Belushi and be like, "Yo, let me ride that. Let me hold on to his chest. <laughs> yeah, hold yeah. on to his chest hair. Yeah, let me hold on to all his regular hair just at the back of his head. Oh, and let me uh, let me fuck that coattails too. The coattails <laughs> that he's riding. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's see that, you, Jim Belushi. I think that's the perfect time to say that uh, Aladdin. At the box office, grossed uh, five hundred and four million dollars, and uh, Traces of Red three point two million dollars. Yeah, and I bet it. And I bet it didn't even. It, it, it cost way more. It must have cost triple that. Just yeah. a CGI all of away all of Jumbalushi stretch box. Must <laughs> <laughs> triple that. So no, dude. But go go on further in the in the plot. So like all these women get murdered, and then like there's two clues that we have. First one is the lipstick, which is what's how do you say it? Avez Saint Laurent Ruby Red. Yeah, right? Yves Saint Laurent, who I feel like had to be the sponsor of the movie. The amount of times they mentioned it, right? And oh, then, yeah, and then the the other clue is uh, Jim Belushi is receiving these death threats on. Uh, typewriter these little four line poems and the L and the D do not print correctly so there is extra ink in the D and there is a chunk missing from the L every time these letters are typed Mm -hmm. man there were so many terrible things about this joint Um, and I think we're kind of holding back on this but like I can't 
I can't hold it back any longer, Sam. <laughs> um, one of the one of the worst things that I've seen in a movie in a long time is so the plot kind of meanders along, meanders along. But it's also like you know, it's implied that uh, Tony Goldwyn is the killer. Um, it's also implied that Jim Belushi is maybe the killer. You know, you're yeah. not sure. And uh, there's a scene uh, about halfway through where this movie comes to us to a halt. Okay, I know where we're going. And uh, this is where Jim Belushi admits that he was um, uh, molested as a child um, by his teacher. But first of all, that's the whole fucking movie, all right? That can't be a plot point. (laughs) And then you have more movie, like he was molested. (laughs) And the way that Jim Belushi tells tony goldwyn that he's molested is like he's annoyed that he's had to bring it up yeah yeah like tony goes like what happened i was molested okay <laughs> ah, fuck it well, right anyway okay <laughs> yeah, I've a couple of things on this right because oh. super heavy heavy topic to bring up but i actually i actually had to uh i had to make a couple notes because the way he says he's molested right is he goes um there's his teacher, Gloria, and she goes, she would invite me into the cupboard and tell me to stand still, and I stood still, right? And it feels like, I'm not saying it's right, but it feels like what they're trying to do is a kind of classy, like, we're not going to go into too much detail, we're going to keep it, like, super concise and, you know, talk around the subject. Uh <laughs> And yeah, Jim Belushi is acting, like you said, he's he's acting like he's annoyed that he had to bring it up. But the way I kind of read it was like, um, he's annoyed that people think that's a thing, that there's like motive (laughs) or trauma that he's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's okay. (laughs) It's a bit later where Steve, Steve, the partner, Tony Goldwyn, is like um, talking to his wife and he's like, I have to leave uh, to work the case. Um, and she's like, are you the only cop on the case? What about the case? And he's like, can't Jack go? And she, and he's like, Jack can't go. And he says it in a way, it's like, Jack can't go. He's molested and we can't yeah. figure out whether that's a big deal or not. Also, man, she really got to the core of this movie where she was like, is there no other cops on this case? Like, you can't take it off the dude off. Why is it only the two of you? <laughs> the, only two, the, only two, the only two cops on it are the guy who's been banging the victims and then the other guy who's been banging the victims. <laughs> yeah. Like... Well, at that point in time, he still doesn't, he hasn't had sex with uh, Lorraine Bracco yet. No, Lorraine he has. Bracco, he has. Has he? At that yeah, point. he has sex with Lorraine Bracco and then his wife tries to have sex with him and he's like, I've got to go for the case and it's actually um, Lorraine he's going to meet. No, no, no. I think you got it. I think you got it twisted, my dude. I oh, really? Think they, I don't think because she tries to seduce him. Admittedly, when he is working out, which oh, by the way, mad annoying. Let my man finish. Let my man. Let my man finish his bench press. His we're, we're we're in different camps on that. If I'm if I'm if if I'm married and I'm bench pressing, come please try and come have sex with me and save me from myself. I am not having fun. This is why you don't have a physique the likes of. <laughs> Tony Goldwyn, his, yeah. body, his body is uh, kind of... Okay, this is why I'll say about Tony Goldwyn's body. This is my favorite kind of body. More than people being super ripped, more than anything, it is quote-unquote uh, achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you know, eat right most of the time, you can look like Tony Goldwyn looks in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But anyway, he's not going to get that six pack because his wife keeps trying to smash in the middle of it. It's like, yo, you can't wait 10 minutes. Let my guy get his yeah. pump on and he'll come back for you. But um, then he that's when he leaves. And that's an interesting bit of thing to show you that they actually have a loving um, marriage. marriage. Yeah. So it shows that there's stakes. Mm. And that's when we see one of the worst sex scenes that I've seen in a long time. I said that three million, like, you know, most of this went into like... Uh, uh, actually cgi for jim belushi stretch marks but i think the other half of the budget went into lorraine bracco's body double <laughs> it was clearly not lorraine bracco uh she's like i'm oscar nominated you can get some of these other yeah, what's, that yeah. key, what's that key grip doing get her in here she's she can be the body double because man Mm. that was not uh that was not erotic at all yeah it was also it was the the only scene with lorraine Bracco where you can't see her face yeah the only thing where it's definitely steve's like putting his arm over her face and being like nah, nah, nah it's lorraine so this is what i think that was supposed to be okay all right we're, we're kind of jumping around uh mm. on the plot structure of this film which i think is okay because so does the film um you have to trust us on that or watch it and find out for yourself on youtube but the um later on there's a scene where you know tony goldwyn is really trying to he's really trying to solve these murders yeah and he shows up at jim belushi's you know running for office governor brother's house um and some guy tommy appears holding a gun and is like what are you doing here and tony goldwyn is like what are you doing here uh, why were you lurking around outside the house when I was having sex, when Jim Belushi was having sex with Lorraine? Um, and I'd never, I, did you notice this character, Tommy before? No, never but, seen him before, man. Look, you know, I'm not thinking I'm skipping too far ahead when I say, uh, Jim Belushi's, uh, brother is the, is the killer. Yeah. Um, and he tries to frame Jim Belushi and, um, the answer to that is it's obvious because this actor, this guy who plays Senator Dave is, um, dude, he is the most, I am the actual killer actor I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Like it's him and like, it's him and like James Cromwell at the top. Yeah. This is the bad guy. Trust me. Like, <laughs> we cast this guy for this reason. The reason that we find out is the actual like way we find out who the actual killer is. There's a big Fugazi thing. And Tony Goldwyn uh, shoots Jim Belushi in the t in the chest. So it brings us right up until the Can start of the movie. Everything up until this point, all the people we think it is. And then, yeah, the kind of obvious twist is that, oh, it is Jim Belushi who's killing these women. Mm -hmm. Because when Steve, when Tony Goldwyn goes to the brother's house and explains all this to him, the brother, that's obviously, like you said, the brother reveals everything. And then... They go to Jim Belushi's house and they find the typewriter with the missing L and D's and they find this case of lipstick and they find all these letter openers. The girls have all been murdered with letter openers for some reason. And it's and then we find all of these really on the nose Jim Belushi confessions of like, damn it, Steve, I wanted you to stop me. <laughs> yeah. And at this time, Jim Belushi has gone with Steve's wife to keep her safe. So they're out in yeah. the countryside. Yeah. And now Tony Goldwyn and Mike, the brother, are in the car rushing to save Tony Goldwyn's wife from Jim Belushi, who we now yes. think is the killer. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, uh, Jim Belushi, um, 
his partner's wife. I, sorry, I don't remember the the actress name or even the character's name. But Tony Goldwyn's wife. Uh, it seems like she's uh, flirting a little bit with uh, my man Jim Belushi. It seems like they've had some sort of history. Yeah. Here again, continuing this unbelievable thread of Jim Belushi being this massive Lothario, which no one could believe. And uh, Tony Goldwyn shoots Jim Belushi like point blank in the chest. Mm. And I remember thinking at the beginning of this movie, if this is one of those movies where Jim Belushi is not actually dead, <laughs> I'm going to be furious. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be furious because when he shoots him and they do the funeral and I'm like, I believe that Jim Belushi is the killer. Yeah. Um, that's actually, I'd be like, you know what? I hold up my hands. You try to do something here. You did it stupidly. You didn't yeah. execute it, but the core premise was exciting. Yeah. Now, uh, Jim Belushi not actually dead. Uh, that's a spoiler for you guys. Uh, they faked They faked him. I don't know how people... F- also, I don't know how... Um, they even set it up, right? Yeah, but like, also, I don't know. The brother isn't like going to just like check the pulse or something. <laughs> like, we should phone an ambulance. There's like, no, fade to black. Fucking the departed style funeral with guys shooting the guns and the doves flying and stuff. And there we go. Yeah. Well, uh, well. I, so I want to say I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been listening to this other podcast uh red what? hand yeah i you know son of, you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> crazy stuff i'm such a traitor but this uh red-handed podcast where they talk about if they test you know take you through killings and serial killings and there was this serial killer who um you know abducted people and murdered them but he wasn't very bright and he thought he'd killed one of his victims and the way he checked that the guy was dead was by lighting a cigarette and blowing smoke in his face to see if he reacted. <laughs> I was like, check the fucking pulse, buddy. <laughs> You're gonna get caught. The guy wasn't dead. Oh, the guy was not dead. The guy was yeah, totally the, guy, the guy was just there like, whoa, that was weird. Um, it's time we get into the categories. Mm. Um, uh, we have these categories that we have um, just about these movies, just so that we have something to compare them too um and one of the categories that we have is the weirdly woke moment that's mm. the moment in both of these films where we go like oh that's actually uh, that's kind of woke fair yeah. play to the fair play to movie that came out in 1992 i think the weirdly woke thing is uh jafar being uh, uh this kind of gender bending prince character i actually thought I've, I've, i i wanted to know more about jafar because jafar's a really great villain but mm. um, I actually think, you know what's crazy? Um, this isn't a category, but is there a case that uh, Jasmine and Aladdin are like the hottest Disney couple? There's got to be a case for that, right? I mean, human, yeah, sure. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean human? Like, what? Oh, you're no, going to go like, for... No, oh, no, I, no. See what you're, I, see, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. I know what you think I'm doing, but like, it's I, real. I know what you, no, it's not real, my dude. It's real, bro. It's real. Look, okay, look, but like Simba and Nala, who wouldn't? Mm, I did. I don't know. Jasmine, Aladdin. Have you seen uh, Aladdin's hair? It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Be- beautiful. Beautiful hair to hair, this guy. Yeah, yeah. But it makes me yeah. angry of who I used to be. For the, for the listeners, I am uh, completely bald on my head. Yeah, completely. Uh, I used to have amazing hair. I used to have the best hair in, in the fucking land. 
and uh and it's all gone trust me you know what i'll show you when quarantine is over i'll show you some fucking pictures you'll be like oh yeah you can show me the pictures now you don't have to wait (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like in a shoebox all weathered like yeah yeah they're all like like you survived the titanic or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah man i I think they're the sexiest uh, disney couple followed shortly by um Pocahontas and John Smith, which we now actually know to be a very problematic relationship. That's like mm. proper like ninety day fiance shit. Like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Some, that's a visa marriage. Um, I had a friend who uh, she was she wanted to watch Pocahontas, and I was like, you know the real story, and she was like, no, I told her the real story, and a couple of years later she brought it up again, and she was like, don't, don't tell me what the story was again. I don't want to hear. Yeah, it. I don't want to hear. It, man, it, it's wildly depressing. Um. Sorry, we're getting, this, we're getting sidetracked. Yes. So, weirdly woke moment for me is how effeminate and really cool uh, Jafar is in terms... He's got long, flowing robes. He's wearing mascara. I think he's I think he's he's breaking down some uh, uh, gender norms. Um, yes, instant cancellation. What's the moment in this? Either in Aladdin or in Traces of Red, that's an yeah. instant cancel. It's kind of sure. okay in 1992, but like now, we're canceling you off the sure. Traces of Red. Yeah, Traces of Red. There was this great moment where Jim Belushi... Okay, there were two. Two. One where Jim Belushi storms into the police chief's office and says, these murders are connected, which is already hilarious because, of course, they are. You've received notes about all of them. But he says, he says these murders are all connected. Firstly, all the victims were young and attractive. I'm like, that's not, that's, there's no way that's a connection. That's okay. That's got to be yep. like the most, <laughs> but it, and then, and then he goes into the coroner's, op, the, the autopsy guy, uh, and the, the autopsy guy is filing through and he's like, he's like, can you find whatever the name is? He's like, can you find me Hannah's uh, like file? And he goes, ah, yes. Uh, D, uh, D. Oh, dude. D- I was thinking the D- same thing. I love that. <laughs> Oh man! And I was like, it's like there are two. He's got a filing system for two categories: alive and deceased. And then oh the, man! And then the vics are either young and attractive or old and fugly, and that's it. Like young and attractive is in. There's like a separate yeah. file folder for young and attractive. I love that the guy. I love that that scene starts that way with a dude going, <laughs> yeah. him looking through it. Yeah, that's an instant cancellation, man. I I had to cancel Jasmine straight off the rip for uh, being so privileged. That she just like, but it's like, what do you mean? What what's money? Yeah, what's yeah, yeah. Mo- what's money? And she just like takes the fr- uh, fruit or whatever, it gives it to the kid, and then the fucking the guy, he's the asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the, the asshole to be like, what do you fruit. mean? What do you mean? You can't just give away my shit. Like, look, <laughs> look around you. We're all living in poverty. Like, no, yeah. one was, was rich. What are you doing? Yeah. So yeah, so just stealing from uh, from uh, a local small business owner. Uh, that's an instant cancellation for me from Jasmine. Yeah, I'm gonna say it as well. Like, shame on you, Aladdin. Shame on you for like going with it and being like, when this person, you know, when you find out that she's the princess and you find out that she's like, oh, like I'm so, you know, held captive in this blah 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 blah, and he doesn't go. Just so you know, like I was obviously born with, like I had friends. They're all dead from hunger. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. No Same one thing. around me is alive. I have to keep this monkey that's given me AIDS, probably. <laughs> it hasn't been allegedly. Yeah. Like, I have to drag this monkey around. This monkey owns me. It's the not the other way around. And then what character? Um, do we have another Freaky Friday segment? This is the Freaky Friday part. 
Yeah. Uh, what character would you swap between Aladdin and Traces of Red? I'm I'm taking I'm taking Steve. I'm taking Tony Goldwyn from Traces of Red. I'm putting him in Aladdin, man. This guy, he stands by his mistakes. He stands by his mistakes. He goes, you know what? I fucked up. And then he shows up at exactly the right moment with a gun and shoots the bad guy. I, you know, with my my switch, I think would have been hilarious is if you got the monkey in Traces of Red, just like proper like um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit style. Yeah. Just get the monkey in there and just like get him like tugging on John uh, Jim Belushi. John Belushi. Get him <laughs> tugging on uh, Jim Belushi's uh, shirt to be like, look, the killer is right there. It's your brother. And yeah, it's, like yeah. his, it's like his brother is like dragging a bloody corpse away. <laughs> and the monkey's like, my dude, can you see? Can you not? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Dude, the monkey frustrated at Jim Belushi's inability to see this kind of thing. That's what I would do. That's what I would have that's what I would have had in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're gonna go, okay, character you shouldn't side with, but do. Ooh. Which character do you feel has bad motivations that you could see yourself doing? Oh man, that's a great question. You go first. Jafar. Jafar, a hundred percent. I'm like, you know what? I don't. Okay, here's the thing about Jafar, right? There's that scene where he uh, approaches Aladdin, disguised as the old man in prison, to convince him to break out and try and go find this lamp, right? And that old dude, that reveal, that's fucking scary. I was like, when I was watching that as a thirty year old man, I was like, oh, that's kind of haunting. And the thing it tells about, I reckon Jafar has come. Like he's worked his way up there. Do you know what I mean? You, re- you reckon Jafar is closer to Aladdin? Like you see that he was probably the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's and he's gone. You know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna do it my way. And yeah, he goes a bit mad. He goes a bit mad with power. But I'm like, the guy's been living in servitude his whole life. But that's the thing that like, and this this is why I call it the the space jam effect in in movies is when the villain has a tool that is mm. so powerful that um they can only use it once for some reason yeah Jafar for all intents and purposes my dude you are the sultan yeah 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 the yeah. sultan does whatever you say you have a <laughs> mach- you have a thing that makes him do whatever why can't you do that thing on Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Why, why can you only do? Why can you only do it on one person? Like that's you have it, my dude. It's right there. You can always find. Uh, you can find traces of red on YouTube in case you want to watch it. Actually, um, I'll put that in the show notes so people know. Yeah. Um, but besides that, man, is there anything else that you want to plug? Um, anything else that you want to tell people about that you are working on or doing? Maybe other podcasts that you want to shout out while we're at it. <laughs> you know, wanna... you, oh, you know what I do? Uh, you know, it's it's useless. It's pointless. He's so much popular, more popular than both of us. But like, shout out, watch Tim Renkow's show Jerk on BBC Three, I think, because Lorraine Brackow plays his mum and she is excellent. And all the illustrations in that show are mine. So that's, oh, the, that's my plug. That's fucking awesome. That's, I've... Not, that's not bad at all. Totally forgot to say weird two degrees of separation between me and Lorraine Brackow. Super 100%. proud of the artwork and it's a great show. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, my dude. Yeah, if you want to like subscribe, we're trying to do something new here. Subscribe, like, whatever. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you listen to it there, just give us a review. Like 
it doesn't have to be five because obviously you know we like to keep it low key <laughs> <You know? laughs> but um four it's good you know yeah so you say so you fuck with it or not um my instagram is lincoln on the mic um or one word uh my, sam your instagram my instagram is at sam j golin g-o-l-i-n yeah um so yeah just like we're always chatting away doing shit doing this and that and the third um so yeah give us a follow there if you like the podcast and uh also subscribe and uh leave us a review if you want it's okay mm-hmm. we don't we don't insist upon anything over here thanks for tuning in uh catch you guys next week peace